find a community not just to get value from that community but to add value to that community as well because um, the fact that you're that you chose freelancing the reason might be because that's your passion that's your passion or you excel in that field so definitely you can offer something as well Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and you're listening to the episode 30 of TDLS Podcast. In this episode, I had a great time talking with G. Sangolan. He is a recruitment consultant, entrepreneur, and the owner of Coffee's Workspace, a co-working space located in Dasmarinas, Cavite, Philippines. In this episode, we talk about her design lab stories shifting from having a 9-to-5 job into entrepreneurship. What is co-working space and how you can take advantage of its potentials? Challenges she overcome while starting their own business? Insightful tips on how she overcome those challenges? Why being kind can make a big difference with your life or business? Why being responsive can do a huge difference? And valuable growth hacks on starting your own creative business? And a lot of great stuff. This is actually a pun and insightful and meaningful uh, talk with G. Uh, we recorded it under Cozy Place, which is really an awesome experience for me as well. So I hope you will enjoy this as much as I do. And for those who are asking how to support the show, you can support the show in so many ways. First thing is to listen on it. <laughs> so you can listen uh, on me on every Friday. So I publish episode every Friday, 8 p.m. on Philippine Standard Time. So uh, you can listen and browse all the episode on our on our site or on the in your on any of your favorite podcast app. So second way to support the show is to uh, leave a feedback or reflect on the episode, all the episode after you listen on it. Uh, let me know if I'm moving to the right direction. Does it help you on your creative life or not? Right. So. Just be constructive about your feedback and don't be mean, right? <laughs> Just don't be mean, guys. So thank you so much again for those who are listening and for those who are patronizing this show and this podcast who support the show uh, continuously. So thank you so much and talk to you soon, uh, guys. Uh, and for those who are uh, like to ask questions, just send them over to hi at jchristtabas.com. And I will answer that on air and feature that if I can, right? So I think we can go now on this episode. I don't want to waste your time anymore. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me, Jay Christ, and you're listening to the, another episode of TDLS, the Design Life Show. That's the title of the podcast. So I'm super pumped and super excited today because I'm with G, the co-founder or co-owner of Coffee's Workspace. Uh, Coffee's Workspace is a co-working space, so you will know more about it uh, in a few minutes. So uh, I will just uh, introduce our guest today. G, how are you? And welcome to the show. 
Andrew, thank you, Jay, for having me here. I'm also excited to be part of your podcast. Yes, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. So thank you also for your uh, you cozy place uh, for, ha- for having me on Copies, which is really uh, a great place to do this podcast session. It's really, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think a lot of people don't know what, what is co-working space. So can you share a little bit about that? And can you share a little bit about your background also? Okay, so first, co-working space. What is co-working space? It's like actually an office with an ambience of a coffee shop and with a, you know, um, re- with a relaxed environment. So what we offer here is a professional space with relaxed environment so that you can complete your tasks as um, efficient as possible. And about me. Yes, about you. Know. <laughs> okay. So I'm a mom of two beautiful kids. I have a three-year-old daughter and six-month-old son. I've been in the corporate world as well for seven years. And then just this year, I decided to resign because um, after I gave birth, you know, um, some, sometimes when you, give, when, when you give birth, there will be a lot of changes, a lot of adjustments. So there, and that's how we also came up with a new venture, which is this co-working space. So there, and... Um, Another thing, beside aside from being in the corporate world as a recruiter, well, I would call myself now as an entrepreneur <laughs> because I've already started my own business. Yeah. And maybe um, I, I just wanted to, um, I, I just wanted, aside from, you know, having another um, way of getting income, I am really hoping that this new venture would really be um be a way to inspire or help other people, especially in the creative industry, the freelance community. So there's a lot of things that could happen here. We're still on our second month, so way to go <laughs> for talk. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it's really a great venture you, you have here. And very promising ang uh, creative community here in Cavite so a lot of people really uh, looking for creative space here so uh, some freelancer don't want to go to Manila or South or Alabang right so there's a tons of co-working space here but uh, Cavite is uh, don't don't have yet right so right now uh, we we have now right so it's 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 a it's a great sign for us right so Let's go back a little bit about your journey. You, you, you mentioned that you've been into corporate. How do you start on your entrepreneurial journey uh, from uh, from working in the corporate world? Can you share a little bit a little bit about your journey uh, shifting from corporate world to the world of <laughs> uncertainty or entrepreneurship? Right? Yes, that's the right term. <laughs> the world of uncertainty. Um, well. It's it's kind of a quick journey, you know, the the bridge between the corporate world and then the entrepreneurial world, because um, the, the, what triggered me really is my family, M- me having a son or me having two kids already. I needed a more sufficient source of income at the same time, more flexibility. So that's what really pushed me to pursue entrepreneurship. Um. It's really hard. I mean, um, there's a lot of uncertainty because I, I, being in the corporate world for a long time, I only have uh, very few or limited networks, like um, limited um, connections in the entrepreneurship world. Like, I only have a few friends who are already businessmen. So I realized that it's really hard. It would be easier if you have 
if you if you've been there for a long time if you have friends who can coach you advise you on what to do so but then um i with with my small um connections or networks i started from there i i seek for for tips quick tips hacks advices on how to um you know how to to get by with all the struggles with with all the challenges and true enough when when you have even if you just have small connection but those are really genuine people who are really concerned about you you will really get you know learning from them um hearing their story hearing their journey um you will really get a lot from it which you really can apply to your own business yeah that's really uh, i think a rough journey right there's a lot of challenges shifting to corporate world into uh, this world of entrepreneurship or business business and i find it really also hard because i've been into uh, a lot of my listeners also know that i've been to in a corporate world and then shift to freelancing and then uh starting my side hustle until until now and then uh, i do this podcast to inspire them also and to learn more about uh what is the potential of uh freelancing world or entrepreneurship uh, and the new technologies that are booming and which is a lot of people don't really take advantage of right and i think uh this is one thing that we can uh uh share for our listeners and for the TDLS family and with all that uh, you know challenges shifting from corporate world to entrepreneurship what's your biggest uh <laughs> biggest challenge and then how do you overcome it Uh, yeah, can you share that? From the very beginning, it's already been challenging. From the small capital that we have, <laughs> and we have this ambitious business, which is co-working <laughs> space, and we have very limited fund to start with. Um, we also, like what I said, limited connections, limited, um, limited networks. You know, in business, it's very important that we have a lot of partners or people that you can go to 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 seek for advice, mentorship, or even partnership to expand your business. Um, other challenges would be time management because we don't have a helper at home. So it's just me and my husband, and my husband has his full time job. So, so I've already mentioned the fun, the connection, <laughs> and the time. So, um, how I was able to um to get through with the, all those challenges? Well, for let's start with the time. Um. Well, I make sure to really plot everything. Like, um, what will I do this week? Um, like sometimes, I, well, when on the start of the week, my husband and I will will um talk to each other. So, what's our game plan? So, what's the drill this week? So, this is my availability, and this is your availability. Who will man the place? Because one of our challenge now is we just um our 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 assistant here just um just uh got back to her school so we don't have an assistant right now so it's just really me always here in the office so that's why so it's really important that um com- the communication with your partner with my husband has been very helpful us being a team because it's just the two of us so we have to to be team players um So that's how. Um, that's that's pretty much how we're managing everything so far. And with the help of my mom, uh, we usually we we seek help from her with regards to the kids. So that that has been very helpful. 
And then for the what's the other thing that yeah the the connection um I'm I'm trying to be what I'm not sure if aggressive is the right term because I'm trying to partner with um with yes and try to be as resourceful as possible I don't just um I don't just stay or just box myself within those that I already know. I sometimes research people nearby who can probably help me. Like in promoting the business, I try to look for bloggers where uh, where I met um yeah influencers where I met a friend of yours yes. connected you to yeah. me friends. Right? Jane. So those things, Jane, um MK. Yeah. So because I believe that um, it would really be hard to do it alone. You don't really have to spend a lot of money to to expand your network to to or to promote your business. Sometimes you just need to be friendly. <laughs> like sometimes you're right because it's a big. I mean, it's a big world. I, I believe that I can offer something to other people, and they can offer something to me as well. And you know, just just. And I'm just glad to meet a lot of people who are very much willing to help without without being compensated or something like that. And um, I'm also excited too because um, I'm also very I'm very excited whenever I help other people as well. You know um, those things. So I guess I I've mentioned about the fun, <laughs> the limitation of the fun because. At first, I really, I was really thinking, oh, oh no, we've all so we've almost exhausted everything for the renovation of the place, so we don't have funds anymore for the marketing. <laughs> so that's a problem, and we're trying to be creative on how we can promote the, especially it's new in our community in Cavite. So um, a lot of people don't know yet what co-working space is. So it's really that that challenging. But when you connect to people who has the connection on a bigger um, with a bigger community, that could be very helpful. So one of the hacks I did was um, I um, I tried to engage myself with different freelancing communities because it's our number one market. And then trying to partner with their founders, <laughs> maybe I can offer something for their events. Um, I even um, offered um, events uh, to be held here for free, especially for nonprofit um, groups or organizations, because um, you know we we don't know where a word of mouth can reach. I, I believe that's very important. So that's that's how uh, I was. <laughs> Wow, that's really. Uh, I think a lot of people can learn about that. For what you, what you've shared is really valuable for, uh, especially for those who are getting started and for those who are in the creative field that feels, uh, you know, stuck or <laughs> you know about the challenges about connection, connecting, about the the funding, and then how to grow their networks. And I think uh, G has shared. Uh, uh, a lot of values about uh, community. Creative community is really a big uh, way to, you know, to uh, also to educate your uh, your potential customer, potential clients with your business. And uh, like what G said, kindness is really the key. And then giving value. Of course, you, you don't uh, you do, you don't just go inside and then just uh, uh, promote or 
sell things outright. <laughs> That's the I think a lot of uh, people really don't know to uh, to you know to work that out really good and uh, marketing wise or uh, I'm not a marketer but I, I just just giving value uh, it will it will create so much uh, so much rewards for you as well. As a creative, even if you're a freelancer, creative, or business owner. So let's go to your process about time managing. Well, you mentioned that you, you're, you and your husband, which is, uh, I think, uh, as a husband too, <laughs> we, we, we've been, we've been, my, my wife and I have been, uh, fighting about time management and I'm, I'm doing work and then, uh, she she has uh, something to do which which is she needs me or uh, and then how do you balance it out with all the tasks with all this <laughs> like what uh, I, I guess Jane also uh, asked uh, Jane Martinito shout out to Jane Martinito she, she asked that uh, how do you how do you stay calm with all these things can you share a little bit about that okay so, <laughs> oh that's a serious question <laughs> staying calm Jane okay so um stay calm well first I'd like to share in terms of staying calm what kind of situation um it could be some a situation that arises quickly or a situations that with you've been there for a while for example well just a quick well just my 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 quick tip on that if um if you're in a situation that just you know just that's that just triggered your emotion something came up that made you angry perhaps or mad i just always remind myself to respond instead of to react because there's a huge different difference rather with those two things so um when you just react to situation, nothing will happen. You will just vent out your emotions and all that. What will it solve? Instead of responding, trying to to know the root cause of that stressful situation and acting on that. I mean, acting and trying to to resolve that. It could be maybe it could be a person that's that's stressing you out. Then maybe your response to that could be confrontation. In a positive way, or um, if it could be some, it could be somebody that betrayed your trust, something like that. But you, instead of reacting, learn to respond instead. But um, but of course, it's not when we say you know staying calm over stressful situations. Sometimes stressful situation can stretch for for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Those things that um. You know, we don't have any control of. And speaking of control, what I remind myself, if I'm in a situation that I feel helpless, I don't want to be very spiritual, but I always remind myself that um, I cannot control everything. I have really limited control over things, but I just, just remind myself that, you know, there's a higher being out there. There is God who controls my life and who knows... Um, who knows where I'm going? Who has the who has planned everything before I knew it? So, um, with that, that makes me calm. But it doesn't mean that, that you will just leave it there, like leave it to God. Everything you have to act at the same time. But you know, it eases your stress when the, when you when you try not to 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 like think that you can control everything because you really cannot control everything. 
no, just um, I I heard it from from somewhere. You just try to roll with it. Um, there might be bumps or something, but um, just just roll with it. Um, just keep it up. You know, just just do what you're doing. Um, and then try to if there would be you know if you fail, try to get up as quick as possible. Don't dwell in it. And then move forward, try to do something that would be more productive for you. Yeah, I really agree with that. And 100%, I, I think uh, a lot of people really, uh, you know, uh, focus on their problem, uh, not focusing on the solution. So that's one of my advocacy too. Uh, be, be a solution-focused rather than problem-focused individual because uh, a lot of times uh, things that we can control, uh, we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't stress uh, ourselves out, right? So, and for for uh, let's go back to your business with copies. How do you? What is the? When is the aha moment that? Ah, I think I need to build this uh, this uh, business on the, in in our in our Cavite, in our town, or in our city. How do you plan plan out this whole thing? And uh, I think there's always a collaboration with you and your in your husband how do you plan things out and can you share a little bit about that you know what um the aha moment was funny <laughs> because um i have heard about co-working spaces how it works how it benefits freelancers but what really confirmed or maybe decided i should do it was when i read a post um of a friend of mine on facebook she was looking for a co-working space in Cavite, and there seems to be none. So, and and I realized that there's a lot from my friends list who are actually doing freelance job, and I wonder how. I, I tried doing freelancing for for a few months, and I realized how hard it is to work at home. Really. So, um, you know, I'm having experience doing freelancing at home. I'm learning, knowing that I have a lot of friends who are already in that field, freelancing field. And then somebody asked about a co-working space in Cavite. That was the, wait, I, I think there's something in there. I yeah. think um, there's really a need for a co-working space because the freelancing community is really growing, especially in Cavite. So um, that's that, that was the aha moment. It was actually quite fast because... Um, at first, when when I resigned, of course, the first thing that we're considering is, oh, we need to, we need something else. We we need an additional cash flow, something like that. But what would that be? What kind of business will be put up? And um, what I know is, I'm um. They said that you you have when you create a business, you should know what your passion is. However, of course, you have to make sure that there is a market, <laughs> right? There's a big client, Because sometimes you know we just pursue our passion, but our passion doesn't have any market, so you won't earn from it. But if if, if that's really, um, if you're really looking at it as um something that you're you'll make a living out of, so, um. So with with a free la- with rather with co-working space, I, I just thought that 
I think I would miss the corporate environment when I resign because that's where I've been for seven years already. So I don't want to lose that energy, that feeling of being in a dynamic environment, the energy of the corporate world. So, and and I was thinking that I think co-working space can offer that. Um, if I will be managing a co-working space, I, I will feel like I'm still in the corporate world. But there's no hierarchy. There's more flexibility. Something like that. So that's that's how it started. That's how it started. Um, so one and the end. You just yes. you'll just have to do yeah. it. That's the thing. You'll just have to do yeah. it. Um, once once you have once that idea is part. I'm not saying that you don't have to plan or anything. Yeah. Of course, um, there is a planning stage. Like you'll have to research about co-working space, about your market, about the freelance yeah. community. You should understand their needs, how they work, what's their like their their working hours, things like those. So that's part of the planning process. But um but um to generally speaking, um you really have to when when you think it's promising, when you think there is a market and you have a cost, like you have a vision for this business, a vision that could be bigger than yourself, I think you'll have to do it. Um, as long as even if your resources are limited, if, if it's sufficient enough to start something, you don't have it. Have it doesn't have to be grand right away, but it would. But if if you have a resource, you have resources that's sufficient to start at least, then do it. Of course, uh, it's ideal when we say that just do it. But we don't have resources, and that's a different story. But what I'm trying to say is, um, you know. Just um, as long as um, you can start with something, there's something to start with. Start with it. Don't be paralyzed by being overthinking, because yeah. sometimes we overthink, and then then somebody else will um, will start your idea, and then you'll feel like, oh, I missed the. You're ranting out. Why? Why did I? Why did I do that? Right, right. I think uh, uh, that's a really great story, and thank you for sharing that. Uh, you know, uh, as Filipinos, I think uh, we need to be more resourceful, like like what you said, or creative uh, in terms of uh, our limited resources. I think it's natural for Filipinos because we have we I've grown up I've grown up with the limited resources. With a small town in Silang, and uh, here I am, <laughs> right? We live in the, uh, so to speak, third world country, uh, but we're now developing country, past growing developing country. And uh, you should, uh, like what you said, you just take action and be proactive, right? And, you know, uh, you should be more lean or you, the, the lean approach, what, what we call, uh, uh, ideate and then I start, start on the, from ground up. Like, that's a really inspiring G. And for those, uh, I think for those challenges and for those journey, uh, what is the big shift that you've had on, on that timeline, uh, from, from being a corporate, uh, uh, from having a paycheck monthly and then shifting to this business owner's mindset. That's 
I think a lot of creatives really don't know how to do that and and this is really be more valuable if you can share how do you uh, how do you uh, uh, envisions your your success or your your uh, your mission as a business owner of coffee's workspace. Well, actually, it could really be uncomfortable. I'm shifting from corporate to to business, being an entrepreneur. And um, honestly, um, I'm still struggling. I'm, I'm still I'm I'm still on my way there to really, you know, um, breaking free or breaking through the breakthrough part. But I I, I could say that. Um, little by little, um, and and getting comfortable with what we have now. Um, what I can share about um, about how to to how to sorry, what's the exact how to shift how to shift from from being in the corporate world, right? Um, what I can what what I can say about that is you will you know. It's it. It would really start with your mindset. Um, yes, paycheck could be comfortable, and um, building your your own empire could be very hard. But if sometimes compensation doesn't just come monetarily. Um, we we tend to think that um, compensation. Okay, it's it comes through a monthly paycheck, but it's not like that. It could be more time with your family. It could be more flexibility. And it could be, you know, being able to pursue what you're passionate of. So, um, so for me, uh, I'm even more compensated now because I get to spend more time with my family. And I'm pursuing my passion. You know, I'm able to do this now, like having a podcast with you, which I can't do if I'm in the corporate world. Like, what what can I share about you know about those about these yeah. things so um so so those are the things that could be that i think i i have benefited from um i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm already there at the top because as i've said i'm still i'm still, we, we, we we're still learning we just started we're still in the second month of our operation so we still have those lagging challenges when we started and all that and you know the year the whole thing that oh and um unlike when i was being uh, i was in the corporate world i can just expect the, um money to come on uh you know every other week or something like, like that but it would really start on the um in your in your mindset and of course of course your priority as well um it it if it works for your family, if you agree with your partner, if it could suffice at least your basic needs, and if you see you're seeing the potential of what you're building, then just go for it. Yeah, that's really uh, great. Thank you for sharing that story. Uh, you know how I know also how hard it is to to shift on that uh, uh, to being a. Uh, Corp, uh, a worker or what you call this because uh, uh, some of our some of my listeners really know that uh, 
I've worked in a factory as a factory worker from from uh, from uh, having my own savings to involve as as a as a as a computer science student and then go with a corporate world and then build my uh, side hustles and then go full time <laughs> and then that's really uh, you know it's encouraging to hear some of the stories you've mentioned right and it's been a it's been a great journey so far i think uh, and you tremendously growth for for over the past uh, past months yeah. if, if i may share well just to be practical of course um i, I of course i wouldn't suggest that you yeah. venture right away into a business if you're not really prepared financially yes. that's the reality yeah. um you make you of course you make sure that um that at least you have sufficient you know um fund to sustain your your family's needs or um of course uh if you you really know um you really have to or you really have to learn how to get investors or attract investors in your business something like those um um i don't want to sound very idealistic that if you just think that that business is free then just go for it yeah. of course there are very um real or material consequences if you just let go of your job yeah. right away certainly so really be wise seek for guidance mm-hmm. seek for read books yes. um if if you can't really have a conversation with um someone personally then read books have have those experts those hustlers as your mentors if yeah. you really don't have one personally so it's what i do um read about managing your money your resources how to save things like those educate yourself financially because um if you're not then you're bound to failure if if you're not financially educated as a business person or as an entrepreneur you're bound to fail i think what you said is to uh, know your uh, your risk or be uh, calculate the risk uh, being in uh, uh, being a business person is really uh, Uh, hard, but you don't. You you need to learn uh, step by step and from ground up. So I have a few questions here. So uh, before uh, before I go in, uh, in your space, so I I ask some of our listeners so if they have a questions for 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 you. So this is from Edward Daniel. Uh, I think as he said that i think it is very this is very common question so what's the advantages of having a co-working space instead of having your own for your business okay so if you're a startup or if you're starting a small team i i really believe that co-working is very ideal first because you won't have that bond or contract we know that in freelancing clients could come and go sometimes um if you're building a team they can start with a good number and then might um remove some headcount later on so the advantage of co-working space is it's plug and play yes. you just rent out what you need if you need 10 seats then 10 if on the next month you'll just be needing 5 then you can just have 5 and um so if the flexibility the plug and play model would really work for um for startup um especially those who are um um trying to build a team a small team and then of course it um saves on the 
you can really save on the um, overhead expenses, like the monthly bills. You won't have to worry about yeah. your internet, <laughs> about the the place, about the maintenance of the building or the office, um, even about the coffee because it's already here. And um, you will also have to get your professional business address. Um, like you know, if it's just at home, then if you'll be if you'll be sending an invoice or something like that, what will be the the business or what will be the address? So at least the yeah, it's more professional um, than having your place at home. And well, if you and um, as compared to renting out your own office, you're not bonded with a contract with a long-term contract. And as I've said, it's more flexible. It's plug and play. You just print out what you need. If you don't need it, then you just, you just don't print it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also catering events and seminars for, for the creative community. How, how, do, you, uh, how do you start uh, connecting with Filipino home-based uh, home community? And what's the, what's the process behind that? How do you connect with that? Uh, I think a lot of people really, uh, you know, don't know how to connect with, as a business owner or as a freelancer, uh, connecting with people is really hard. Uh, as of me, as a, a classic introvert, you know, <laughs> being in front of the, or talking with someone is really hard for me. And, but, uh, uh, growing, growing or, uh, knowing your wise and, and knowing your, uh, capabilities is really, uh, you know, I think a big factor. How do you uh, do that? Well, um, honestly, it was just a very straightforward mm-hmm. connection with, um, with, for example, with the Philippine uh, home-based moms. Um, first, I, I, I kind of um, trying. I was kind of trying to see what the culture is in the community. Are they very formal? But I, I realized that no, it, it seems like they're not very formal. They're just like moms like me. And then the founder, Miss MK, built the community to help other moms. And I'm also a mom. So we connected like, hey, we have common interest or we're moms. We're both of us, everyone, maybe we can, we can help each other. So because I saw that um, she was looking for partners, the new partners for, for her meetings. So I messaged her. Then I, I told her about their place. Then I, I, I asked her what she thinks we can offer to her. But, um, that's one, that's one thing that you can do being straightforward. But of course, um, if you are trying to connect to a, you know, more of a professional, um, in the same, uh, or professional community or bigger, yeah. bigger corporations, definitely. You'll have to um you'll have to prepare your proposal. You'll have to have a proposal in place, um like what you can offer. That's that's one thing that you should have because um because everything should be be seen professionally. Like what my my technique or my my in any interaction that I have, it could be. Um, with my friends, my family, especially with new people that I meet. Um, you know, the mirroring approach, that's what I do. Um, if, if I see that this person is an introvert, of course I cannot be too loud for him or for her because she or he might not be comfortable. 
um, if I see that this person is, you know, it seems like he's very professional or something, of course, you have to mirror him so that he will be that person that you're trying to connect with, will be comfortable to you. And, you know, it's easier to build trust. It's easier to build rapport. When, when the person you're speaking with has, uh, is seeing something that is kind of similar to his personality, something like that. So that's, that's what I normally do. Um, it really depends on whom you are trying to connect with. So, you know, like what you've said, you've, you've been, um, you, you grew up in a, in a not so well off family, same as I. And I got to um, meet people from different walks of life. And maybe that's how I also learned to adapt or um, to how to really converse with people with, you know, from different walks of life as well. That's really great. Uh, uh, for, for, I think for if you want to build your community or your, uh, your network, it's really uh, just uh, throw yourself out there, right? Uh, I think throwing yourself uh, that literally, literally, right? <laughs> Don't throw yourself <laughs> and get hurt, right? So I think uh, giving value up right, is really one of the things that uh, every every freelancer, of every creative should uh, should do. And I, totally, I totally agree with what you're saying, giving value, because um, I I heard this from Simon Sinek, the big why. So, um, when you put a bit, why are there institutions or organizations that are more in, that are more inspiring than the others? Because they yes. first answer the why and yeah. not the what. So it it has to be your your values first. What what you can give, what you offer, or rather, um, what. Answering what your your potential or ta- target market needs instead of just saying that hey we are the biggest we are the largest we are the greatest yeah. instead of saying that because um being great is just a result of you know of being um it's just a result of of your values um of of um that very thing that very reason why you started in the first place. So that's that's a very interesting yeah. talk, which I think you've already seen. Yeah, I think uh, Simon Sinek uh, is a, a, a thought leader, which is uh, a lot of uh, creatives really follow her content. His content, including me, is really great. Uh, uh, the, the book that Jim mentioned, so I will surely uh, link it up on our show notes, so you should check check it out. By Simon Sinek, the, uh, the big guy, right? And he also wrote a book uh, called Start With Why, or yeah, something like that. So you can also check that out on our show notes. Like G said, so uh, you should give value first and before selling anything else, right? <laughs> uh, I think Filipinos really uh, undervalued, undervalued or underrated that, that thing. And uh, that's how what uh, networking really is or... Uh, uh, some marketers give a bad idea about networking, about community building, because so, they are really not into giving value. They they like to sell things out and just get to gain profit, right? And let's go back to your uh, let's go back to your uh, business co uh, co workspace. What the how do you uh, you know 
uh, a lot of people don't know how to start business in the Philippines. I think uh, some of my friends uh, 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 tried to build uh, a business and uh, it's really stressful. <laughs> your your uh, your uh, it really needs your time, your money, and from from uh, just to give an idea, how to how do you uh, how do you uh, start your co-working space? You mean from, from uh, registering? Oh yeah, that well, stuff. Yeah, you know, um, information. <laughs> Actually, everything can be seen in the internet. Yeah. Almost everything. So that's how I started. I researched through the internet because this is my first venture, yeah. my first business venture. So just like other startups, I didn't have any idea how to start my business. So of course, it will start with registering your your name, and then um, even with the design of the logo. Um, I'm not really a creative. Or I'm not really into graphic design. You have your business now. You're a creative. <laughs> Rather a, a yeah. designer or something like that. But I'm, I'm surprised that people like our logo, which I <laughs> I actually um, created. Yeah, very straightforward. Um, you know, I just also tried to look for um online logo maker and customized it a bit. So that's just how. Um, and then... um. Started registering, um, and you know, you ask. I, I asked my friends, my my friends who already um put up their own business. How was the quicker way to do this? Um, which which agency to go if you're if you're trying to do this? Have this registered? So those things. Aside from, of course, your your research was through the internet because um. Because if you have all those information in front of you, it could be really easier. I think the hardest part really is having a fund. <laughs> is you know gathering the fund to to um for your business. So with that part, I'm really blessed to have um very supportive parents. I mean, um. So that's your biggest challenges yes. uh, that you overcome within this entrepreneurship journey. Oh, sorry. Your my biggest challenge. Well, um, the biggest challenge. Um, it's really trying to introduce the concept of co-working space in Cavite, because um, we're we're one of the first um co-working spaces here. So um, when at first, um, I was trying. I it was really hard to explain what our business is. <laughs> but you really have to have that elevator speech, um, pitch what your business is. So this is what we offer. So for us, it's um, we're offering a professional environment with um rather a professional space with a relaxing environment where you can really um be productive and efficient with your work. So that's it. Um, and then. At first, I was trying to 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 explain to them when you go to the coffee shop, you see a lot of people there, right, working. So that's 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 what we're trying to solve. If you go to our place, um, we we solve the problem about this distractions and um limited power outlets, and also we have that here, um those things and um challenge right now. It's really the marketing part. You know that that um that I I would go back to that if um since this is a new concept 
trying to have people engaged or um, well, there would be a lot of people who that sounds interesting. What you're doing sounds interesting, but we're trying to convert that into actual sale. Yeah. <laughs> Having them to come here is really challenging. So um, that, that that's why um, we we also have a monthly um, open house just so they can have the feel of um, the co-working environment. So they, they will see, oh, this is how it works. So this to build awareness. And then hopefully they'll be more interested, they'll be more open to it, and then you know spread the word to their friends and all that. So I would say it's really, you know, marketing something that is not very familiar to the company. So, uh, with all the stuff uh, you're doing, so what's next for Copy's Co- workspace? Uh, what's your what's, what's your vision about this venture you have? There's a lot of opportunity here. Um, I envision this place as um as you know a, a hub or as uh, a place where um people would come and um they would feel professional. They, they, um, they are not, um, they're not afraid to bring their clients inside because it's not as noisy as a coffee shop. It's more professional. They would feel professional and they would feel efficient with what they're doing. Um, I envision this place as building a community of, um, creative professionals, um, freelancers, diverse, um, they, from diverse fields like entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's that's what I also want to emphasize to so embrace diversity here, and I'm hoping to really build a diverse um community here, um where people will just be comfortable. Because in the corporate world, your um of course your flexibility is very limited. That's why they they chose freelancing, <laughs> freelancing in the in the in the first place. But here, um, I want it to be a dynamic environment. For creative people, um, where they can meet and just speak with like-minded individuals, you know, learning from each other, collaborating. Sometimes, you know, um, I'm hoping or I'm, I'm seeing that uh, um, a freelancer or a or an artist looking for to expand his team, and then he'll just find people within this place to be part of his team. So that's collaboration at work. So. Ah, that's that's um that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> cool, that's really great, and uh, I think we can wrap wrap it up this uh this podcast session. I'm uh, really enjoying this session, and uh, and the the space here is really cool and cozy. So uh, f- uh for those who are listening, I think uh, you should check out Co- Copy's workspace. Uh, it's it's uh here it. Uh, in front of Asia Medic. So, for those who would like to ask questions, or for those who would like to reach out to you, what's what's the best place uh, to know more about your business or your co-working space? Well, um, they can just uh, message us on Facebook. We're very um, we're, we we respond um almost instantly. <laughs> we're very responsive to messages with inquiries, so they can just. Search Coffee's Workspace on Facebook and then just drop their message. Um, shoot us a message um, in our on our page or comment. We're, we're very responsive. So. And um, actually, we we tried as much as we can to post 
um, everything that they might need, like the rates, um, the locations, or the location map. So they won't be, um, so they can find a place easier. So it's almost, everything is almost on our page. But of course, they can just shoot us a message if they have any more inquiries. Okay, so for sure I will uh, link up the links uh, of the, the business or copies workspace uh, i will put that on the links on our show notes if you're listening to your favorite podcast app you just scroll down and you will find the links of uh, of our friend here uh, if you would like to reach out and ask questions don't be shy and be be uh be uh you know uh talk uh, ask a lot of questions and reach out if you're really interested to work on this uh, cozy place really a great place to to work as a, if you're uh, if you are creative professional so uh, i think uh, we need uh, a cool environment a cozy environment with like-minded people and that's what coffee's workspace that can provide for you and to wrap it up this show so thank you so much uh, again Jay for for your uh, for accepting my invitation and I'm really honored to have you on the show too so for those uh, who who are really into freelancing and creative creative field uh, what's your biggest practical advice for them uh, even those for those who have started on um, freelancing can you share your practical advice for them I, I believe the value of being in a community be in a community. That's that's my biggest advice because, um, sure you can research everything in the internet, but, um, but there would always be people who are willing to answer your questions quickly. Of course, not to spoon feed or something, but being in a con- community, um, makes you feel that you know you're not alone in your journey. If you're ha- having struggles, you realize that. They've been there. A lot of people been there. So it will keep you going. So that's my piece of advice. Um, find a community. Not just to get value from that community, but to add value to that community as well. Because um, the fact that you um, that you chose freelancing, the reason might be because that's your passion. That's your passion or you excel in that field. So definitely you can offer something as well. And I think the best way to learn as well is by giving or by teaching. So if you share something, you will learn twice. That's what I heard. (laughs) So, yeah, five. Cool, that's great. So thank you so much again, G. And I hope you enjoy this podcast session. And I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Jay. It was really fun um, talking to you. It was really an honor for me to be part of your podcast. Okay, so to wrap it up, thank you guys for listening. And uh, you you can uh, uh, find the links on our show notes. So thank you guys. And thank you again, G. <laughs> thank you so much, Jay. And that's it. So thank you so much guys for listening on to this week's podcast. And thank you so much for uh, joining me every week on every Friday, right? So thank you so, so much. Especially to my Patreons, Jayubain Silva and Seman Alangs. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing your money to uh, to to keep this running ads free. So ads are annoying, right? <laughs> so thank you so much again. And if you haven't already, 
already just leave a review on Apple Podcasts and in that way we can reach more people and help more people right so this is a great and uh, a little bit crazy mission but I'm really passionate about helping others right so thank you so much again and talk to you again next week bye guys and have a great weekend